Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Bangura, and I'm thrilled to have you here with me today. This podcast is for ambitious women who work in property and construction, who want to learn how to have a career they love on their terms. Join me every week where I'll leave you excited and confident to take your next steps. Thanks for being here with me. Now let's get started. Welcome to the Building Up Women in Property podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. And I want to talk about reigniting your passion for your work. Now, I know there's a lot of people at the moment who are feeling flat and frustrated and just disengaged from work. And my intention in today's episode is to really give you some ideas to get you moving forward and some next steps to really help you get back connected and excited about your work again because it can be really deflating when we are at that point where we've just lost that enthusiasm that we usually have for work. And so I invite you to kind of grab your notepad and pen today and actually take some notes and use this time for yourself to really get clear on what you want and how to make it happen. So what we'll cover today is first why you might be feeling flat or frustrated or disengaged about work and then we'll step into why this is a great opportunity to actually springboard from where you are now and to realign or even reinvent your career. And then we'll actually step through the process that you need in order to get re-energized about work again. So let's get started. And the first thing I want to start with is to let you know that nothing has gone wrong, right? Everyone experiences this sort of fatigue or flatness at some point, and it's quite a natural part of the work progression flow. And, you know, the last couple of years, there's been a lot going on in the world and our cognitive load has been very high. We are now kind of at this point of trying to adjust to working in new environments. And, you know, for many, this is a hybrid environment and it can be really challenging as we process all of this information and we readjust our expectations and our routines, which have, of course, already been drastically altered and thrown out of whack over the last couple of years. So a lot of people are feeling like they're just not sure where work fits in anymore because the pandemic did actually give us that opportunity to have a new perspective on how we might balance our personal lives and our work lives. And as we adjust to hybrid working or get back into the rhythm of returning to office or to the site all the time, we now have to actually recreate what that looks like for ourselves and redetermine what the balance is and how does it work for everyone and how do we fit all the things in. And another big thing that happens is we also just reach a point of proficiency in our careers where we're really good at what we do. And we're no longer growing or learning at the same rate that we were for the first five or say 10 years of our careers. We now have a lot of the knowledge and people rely on us and we know what we're doing, which is great. We're good at what we do, but we're wondering what is next? What is that next challenge? What does that look like for me? And we may actually still enjoy what we do. We just don't quite have that same level of enthusiasm or engagement that we once had. And This is really common for mid-level professionals, for people that have been doing their role for, you know, 10 years or working in their their field for, for 10 years plus. 
And so the question then becomes around how do we reinvent or find new ways to build on what you already have been doing and make it more exciting and engaging and perhaps create more progression opportunities or more complexity into your role to keep you engaged and growing if that's what you're after. So I just want you to know, like, nothing is wrong with you, okay? You are just right on track. And let's just kind of work through these practical steps together to keep you moving forward and get re-engaged with your work. And while I know it can feel really frustrating at this point, it is actually an amazing opportunity for us to really take stock of where we are and where we want to be and what we want to achieve. And for some people, this can be a complete reinvention of your career. It may be a completely different path that you've never considered a possibility before. Or it may just be like taking the next steps in your existing career. Or it could just be a case of how do you find your enthusiasm and excitement back in the day-to-day of what you already do. So let's start with the process. And as we work through this, I think you'll get clearer around what the challenges are and what the opportunity is and how to make it happen. Step one is really getting all of our thoughts down on paper. I call it the, the brain declutter. And what I want you to do is literally just give yourself 10 minutes and get down everything that is on your mind about work at the moment. Think about what the things are that are draining your energy or are keeping you up, worried and frustrated. And I really suggest actually writing these down because when we do that, we can, first of all, there's something really cathartic about writing. That's why I'm such a big fan of journaling. But it also allows us to uncover things that are in our mind that we are maybe not conscious of. And in doing so, we get them on paper and we can start to look at them in a really objective way. And having them written down and out of our mind, it actually frees up our mental load so that we can actually focus on solutions rather than circling around and trying to remember all these problems that are on our mind. Because if you think about it, our brain processes, you know, 60 or 70,000 thoughts every day. And most of them are the same thoughts that we had yesterday. Like our brain is constantly using up energy. And what we want to do is free up as much energy so we can actually start to shift our thinking more intentionally and purposefully. So as I said, really just use this as a brain dump and write everything that's concerning you, everything that's frustrating you. It might be things that aren't working well within your work environment or it could be things that aren't stimulating you or projects that aren't going well at work. Or it could even be like a running to-do list of all the things you need to do. And it could be that there's no progression opportunity. So whatever it is for you, just get it down. Nothing is too silly. And so once you've done that, I want you to look at this list of thoughts that you have and actually evaluate what the problems are. Because not all of these things will be problems. Some of them will just be mental clutter. And I want you to think about it in terms of what is the problem and what is the solution to that problem that you want? Is it the work isn't exciting you anymore and you want bigger, more exciting, challenging projects? Is it that the fun has gone out of work because you feel disconnected from your peers and you want to re-establish that connection again? Is it that you want growth opportunities within your existing role or existing organisation? Or is it part of the challenge that you're looking for how to create balance between work and life and avoid being overwhelmed and burnt out? Or are you looking for something drastically different within your own career? So they're kind of like broad headings that I want you to think about and 
ideas that you I want you to try on and see how they fit with the list of things that are going on in your mind so that you can get exactly clear on what it is you want. And the more detail you can bring to this, the better. So it might be for you that I want to get an internal promotion within the next year, right? Actually try and start to formulate it as a goal for yourself. Or it may be that I want to have more time and energy away from work to look after my own well-being and spend with my family. And so that's it for you. What's that next level of detail? What does that mean? Does it mean meditating every morning, going for a run at lunchtime? Does it mean picking up the kids from school? Get into that detail. Think about what will actually make you happy. What is the, the gold standard that you are trying to create or work towards? Because this kind of leads into the next step, which is I want you to actually visualise what it is you want. And I want you to think about what you will be doing and why that's important for you. And these reasons may relate to work. Some of it may be personal. It may be about the legacy you want to create. I just want you to get really clear for yourself. Why is this important? And consider how will you know when you've achieved this? What will be the external markers? Will it be that you go to yoga three times a week and that you meditate every day? Will it be that you pick the kids up from school each day or that you switch your computer off at six o'clock and don't open it until the next morning? What will be the marks of success? Will it be that you have a promotion by the date that you set? Because what we want to do is actually know when we've achieved it so we can always kind of like tick it off the list and say, yes, that's actually done. And I want you to think about what will it feel like? Like allow this kind of sit in your body. How will I feel when I've achieved this? Will I feel more balanced? Will I feel more excited? What are those words? How does that feel in your body? And quite often this really does require some thinking and some imagining around what's possible because we want to step away from what we know now and we want to approach this from a clean slate where anything is possible. And this exercise is really important because actually allowing ourselves to visualise, it creates a reality in our mind. So our mind actually doesn't know the difference between what we imagine and what is real. And that's why, you know, if you've ever had a nightmare and woke up panicked in that state of like fight or flight, that's because your brain thinks that that nightmare is real. And that's what happens with fear is when we spend too long in it, our brain starts to actually think that that is the state we're in, that is actually real, even though it's something that's not happened yet. So that's why we want to shift away from fear-inducing thoughts and actually step into positivity and spend at least as much, if not more time, thinking about what we want rather than what we don't want. Because our brain, once we create that vision, it will start to find evidence to support it. So whether we're focusing on the good or the bad, our brain is going to gather the evidence for it. So why not focus on the stuff we want rather than the things we don't want? And I want you to consider what will you be thinking about? What will you know? Like how will your life be different? How will your work be different? And who do you need to show up as? And who do you need to be in order to make that happen? 
Because quite often we actually have to show up differently to how we are right now in order to create this new reality for ourselves. And then the final thought here is, like, how committed are you to it? Do you actually want to make this happen? Because quite often we can feel frustrated or disengaged from our work, but we can be more stuck in the problem than we are in the solution. And when we're in that sort of thinking, it doesn't help us progress forward. It just keeps us stuck. I hope you've been enjoying the episode. I wanted to take a moment to let you know about my free Career Confidence Masterclass. This is for ambitious career-orientated women who are ready to stop playing small and to confidently create a career you love. Head over to my website, beautifuldisruptions.com for more info. Now let's get back to the episode. So you really want to check in with yourself and make sure that you're in a space where you're ready to take action and you're committed to a new outcome for yourself. And then this leads to this fourth piece, which is really around creating a shift in our own perceptions. So I want you to think about your emotions as being an emotional hierarchy. And like whilst emotions are not actually good or bad, they're just, you know, responses we have to thoughts, there is a hierarchy of them, right? We tend to think of certain negative emotions, you know, horrible things like fear and self-loathing and judgment and greed. They're all quite negative emotions that we kind of put down one end. And then at the other end, we have these much more positive emotions like happiness and joy and kindness and freedom. And what we constantly want to be doing is seeing how we can shift from the more negative emotions up the hierarchy to the ones that feel better. And so I want you to actually just think about where you sit at the moment in terms of the spectrum of feelings and emotions. Where do you sit in terms of how you feel towards work right now? Because it may be that you're sitting in quite in sort of that lower end of the emotional scale. I'm guessing you probably are if you're listening to this. And it can be really to, really difficult to go from a very negative emotion right the way up to, you know, happiness and joy. It can seem so far away and so like such a stretch. And so what I want you to, to think about is just how can I edge my way along to go from these more negative emotions or these lower emotions towards something that feels better. And this may be from, if you think about it, like if you're thinking, I hate work at the moment, right? How can you find a way to make it more tolerable, right? It it might mean shifting some of the blame from other people around you and actually stepping into more possibility and optimism about how things could be better and how you might empower yourself to create a more positive outcome. And as we can slide into the emotion of tolerance and We can then even move up to kind of indifference and then we can move into peace and contentment and actually happiness is at the top of the scale. We work our way up to it. It doesn't have to be a big leap in a moment because that sort of transformation, that requires a huge amount of commitment that frankly most people don't have. And so we want it to be manageable. So just keep thinking, how can I shift? How can I shift up that emotional scale so that I feel better? about where I am right now and 
to be clear, like you don't need to always be in these amazing feeling emotions. Sometimes things do feel shit and that's okay. But it's like not getting caught up in the story of it. And then I want you to actually go back to that list of things you wrote down in that first step and actually look at, is there a new way that I can look at some of these things? Can I consider this list in a new way? And ask yourself, are there things that you can let go on, get let go of on this list that are not serving you, right? Think about this from the perspective of your highest self. You are planning and thinking from your prefrontal cortex, which is your executive functions, right? This is the part of your brain that can plan ahead and can consider outcomes and thinks very rationally and can create a plan. So think from that part of your brain, not from the responsive, primitive, instinctual part of you. Think about what you can let go of. Think about, is this thought serving me, right? If it's a thought that is related to something in the past, let go of it. You can't change the past. So don't keep spinning around in dysfunction and discontentment. Let it go. Move on. And similarly, if it's something in the future, don't allow yourself to spin out in fear and worry about the future for something that hasn't happened. Shift your focus to the present. What can you do about it now? How can you empower your situation right in this moment instead of allowing it to spin out of control? And so that change piece really allows us to go into the problem-solving mode and think about how we can create some solutions that might provide relief and make things more accessible or easier for ourselves or even just a bit more enjoyable. And again, think about that emotional scale. And rather than thinking about them as challenges, like approach it from endless possibility where you are in control and ask yourself, you know, if I were to, if I knew the solution to this, what would it, what would it be? What are some of the things you could do? Don't hold yourself back. Just be there and think, think freely and see what comes up. And again, keep your best self, the best version of yourself in mind. And I want you to really quit with the idea of, thinking about who you want to be and actually allow yourself to start being that person. So instead of that being some person in the future when you've achieved things, how do you start stepping into being that person right now? What would that person be doing? What answers and solutions would they be applying? How would they be thinking about these challenges differently to how I might be thinking about them right now? Consider that. So you're actually stepping into the person you want to be and the feelings that you want to feel. Then the fifth step I want you to consider is what is your plan for the future? So again, this is about solutions, but this is also about really planning longer term. What is it you want and how are you going to make it happen? And think about this in terms of really considering all aspects of your career, right? It's around... What does your professional success success look like? How does that overlay with your personal life, right? How do the two work together? What are all the things that you need to have in your career plan that aligns with the life and the goals that you want? And start to think about it strategically. And then with that plan in mind, I want you to step into action. And this is the fifth and final step, right? Results come from actions, not thoughts. And whilst self-awareness is so important, we don't want to spend too long just sitting in our own thoughts. We need to actually do things. And so 
focus on simple actions that you can take for yourself that will shift your thinking and move you into a more positive mindset quickly. Go for those easy wins, right? And try and build up the momentum that will, so it will keep you focused and pushing ahead. And the key to this is just showing up consistently and taking actions that are aligned with your plan. And it's really important that we think about these. Because as I said, we plan with our prefrontal cortex, which is our executive functions. It's what helps us think ahead and really allows us to consider our highest intentions. So trust the plan and then just go into execution mode. And as you're in action, I want you to be constantly thinking about how do I evaluate this? How do I move forward, right? Things won't go as you hoped, but keep learning and keep tweaking and course correcting as you go. And the way I like to think about this is to always ask myself these three questions. What worked well? What didn't go so well? And what would I do differently? And then keep applying that knowledge to your next steps, okay? So I'm going to go over that again, right? First of all, start with a brain dump. Declutter everything that's on your mind, right? And this is, again, about increasing your awareness and getting everything out of your brain and onto paper so that you can look at it and think about it objectively. The second step is identifying what the problem is and what it is you want and making that decision. Just get really clear on what it is you really desire from this situation and get detailed about what that would look like. And the third step is about shifting your perception. How do we lean towards those higher emotions? What actions can we take? And how can we move up that emotional ladder and instead moving ourselves towards happiness, energy and excitement? The fourth step is creating that plan for yourself. Get a robust plan that will actually create the results that you want. And then get into action. Be consistent. Keep looking at what I can do next. How can I refine what I did? How can I tweak it? How can I course correct? And acknowledge your wins as you go, right? Learn the lessons and keep moving forward. Because when you're in that space, that is where the possibility is. That is where you can actually feel the energy of what you want and stand in the possibility of the future that you want okay i'm leaving you to it (laughs) thanks for joining me on the building up women in property podcast if you're listening on apple podcast or spotify i'd love for you to take a moment and review the show if you found it helpful or share it with a few friends Thanks again, have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.